ఓం నమో భగవతే వాసుదేవాయ ఓం నమో భగవతే వాసుదేవాయ ఓం నమో భగవతే వాసుదేవాయ ధనాంగ్రాజమస్వాంగ్రాజమస్వాంగ్రాజమస్వాంగ్రాజమస్వాంగ్రాజమస్వాంగ్రాజమస్వాంగ్రాజమస్వాంగ్రాజమస్వా
part studying Shastra. Now that culture is gone, unfortunately, to a large extent. But this whole culture, the whole way of life, uh, that is how one should respect elders, how elders should speak to juniors, so that everyone may be benefited. At least everyone can live peacefully if there's this culture in society. At least everyone can live peacefully, not this get married, get divorced. Then uh, there's no stability in society and no proper behavior. This is the modern society means the demoniac society. Pravritim cha, nivritim cha, jana na vidur asura. Where's the next line? Those who are demoniac, they don't know what is proper behavior and what is improper behavior. What is to be done, what is to be avoided. They're not clean. What is proper? What are the proper things to be done? They don't know. No truth. This uh, demoniac civilization, we're living in the demoniac civilization, but we should not be demoniac. We should be singly. Deva Asura. There are two kinds of people. Dvovidha Purusholoke Daiva Asura Evacha. There are devas, godly people, and there are demons. Vishnu Bhakta Bhavet Daiva Asuras Tad Viparyaya. Those who are devotees of Krishna, they are called Deva or godly. And those who have the opposite understanding, opposite intelligence, they are called Asura. So, coming to Krishna consciousness means everything we knew before from the Asuric civilization, that should be given up. And we should accept the way of life of the devotee, godly life. So, at least in this country, previously, the culture was meant for making people into godly persons, saintly persons. Nowadays, they're learning all the bad habits, all the wrong habits getting up late in the morning, not taking bath, all the horrible habits, girls and boys mixing up, laughing, joking, all bad habits they're learning. But this country, that was meant for godly civilization. So we should learn what is the godly behavior. We ourselves, sadhu means, who has sadhacha, culture, what is meaning? Sanskriti, that is one word, and one word which goes Hand in hand with this word is sadacha, proper behavior. Sadhu means who has sadacha. He knows how to speak to others. He knows how to walk as a human being should walk. He knows how to sit. He knows how to eat. He knows how to behave with others. He knows how to worship the Supreme Lord as the most important thing. But most important thing is worship of Krishna. But all these other points of behavior, how to behave with others. Even we see Prahlad Maharaj, he knows, even his father is a demon, but he's behaving with it in such a way, bowing down. Prabhupada also recommended this. His Ramananda, his mother came to the temple in New York. So his mother is a meat eater. Prabhupada told, oh, your mother has come. Bow down at her feet. Her mother was surprised. She never imagined such a thing. So you should bow down. Why? Because mother. And if she tells you to eat meat, you don't follow that. But you should, anyway, you should respect. Some respect should be there. So that is culture. Because 
there is no culture, is very, if there is not any culture, then it's difficult for people to understand Krishna consciousness, even. And Prabhupada was teaching all these things also. Prabhupada wasn't only teaching high, high philosophy, even basic things. Brush your teeth. Wash your hands after passing urine. Clean the floor after eating. These are basic things of human behavior. <coughs> Respect authorities. Respect those who are senior. These are very basic points. If we don't follow these, then where is the, if we don't know these or follow these, then where is the question of spiritual advancement? Spiritual advancement means you have to become Deva. But if we're not, there are three levels. There's Deva, Manush, and Asura. So at least we have to become to the level of a human being. We're talking about becoming godly. And at least we have to come to the level of a human being, which means basic things like washing your hands after passing urine or after eating. Very basic. And then there are more things, how to speak with others. There's a way to speak to others. You can speak with people in such a way that they will become turned away, they'll go away. Or you can speak to them, same thing you can say, in such a way that they'll be pleased, just like if you have to give instruction to someone. Of course, who is a superior, if he's giving instruction, he has the right to chastise. He should chastise. That Chanakya Pandit says, Prabhupada used to quote, If you simply, if you're simply nice with your subordinates, oh, everything you do is very nice. It's very bad. Because then they won't become improved. Tarayat bahavo guna. And chastising is very good. You should chastise. Guru should chastise the disciples. Father should chastise the son. So that they can become improved. So that they can improve. But generally in our dealings, we don't take it as a life. Sometimes everybody say, oh Prabhupada, he was chastising. So, I should chastise everybody also. No. Then, uh, Simply become, everyone is shouting and screaming. Saying, something has to be told. That, uh, Prabhu, I, I don't think you should do like this. And we should say, hey, what are you doing? Like so, because we have false ego, anyway, if we get good instruction, we should take it. Wherever it's coming. And because that false ego is there, we tend to become disturbed. So, these are all different points of culture. Generally, here we see Prahlad Maharaj is speaking to his father. Of course, his father means very intimate relationship. Therefore, he was able to speak to him. But generally, who is superior, as Prabhupada mentions in Bhagavad Gita, in the purport, when Arjuna is saying, Gurun Nahatva hi Mahanubhava, he is in the Drona Acharya, Kripa Acharya, Bhishma, they are gurus, they are superior to me. So I cannot fight with them. So Prabhupada says in the purport that who is superior, one should not even offer a verbal fight, what to speak of, physically fighting. So that is one consideration. Of course, another consideration, sometimes there are conflicting considerations. Another consideration is that if a Kshatriya, if there is a fight, a Kshatriya cannot avoid it. So which thing to follow? Sometimes it may be very difficult to understand. Because one place it said you should do this, and then somewhere else it said you should do this, and sometimes they conflict with each other. Just like that story Krishna told in the Mahabharata, 
very interesting story. What had happened, Arjun, he wanted to kill Yudhishthir. You know this story? Because Yudhishthir thought, actually Arjuna, he was, Arjuna, he was a mean fighter. Although after the fight, Bhima, they had a little quarrel. Bhima said, I killed all the people. And Arjuna said, no, I didn't. Anyway, that's another story. So, Yudhishthir wanted to poke Arjuna, to make, him, to make him more angry and fight more. He was fighting day and night, even battle is supposed to stop at sunset, but even they were fighting through the night sometimes. He became so inflamed with anger. So Yudhishthir wanted to make Arjuna more angry. So what had happened, Yudhishthir, he had taken away from the just to the edge of the battlefield because he was severely wounded. So Krishna went there to see him, Arjuna went there to see him leaving the fight. Then Yudhishthir started chastising Arjuna like anything. He said, you don't know how to fight. I think you should go and live with the women. And uh, Then he said, uh, I think you should throw away your Gandiva bow. Then Arjun got out his sword. And Krishna said, what are you doing? I'm going to kill Yudhishthir. <laughs> what? What are you I'm going to kill Yudhishthir? And then, the, well, why are you fighting all these days? So Yudhishthir can be the king. And if you, everyone's, they're all trying to kill him. And if you kill him, then all everything will be finished. What nonsense are you talking? Say, no, I have to. Why? Because I have a secret vow. I never told anybody that if anybody tells me to give up my Gandiva, I will kill them. So I'm a Kshatriya. Kshatriya, whatever word he says, he has to keep. And Krishna said, just wait a minute. I have to tell you one story. Just before you kill him, I'll tell you one story. So he told the story that there was one Brahmin who he had made a vow. I will always tell the truth. Whatever happens, under all circumstances, I will always tell the truth. So this Brahmin, he lived at the edge of a village and at the edge of the village there was the jungle. So this Brahmin, everyone respected him very much. A very truthful person. So one day he was standing outside his house and one man came running with a big bag of gold, running, running, running. He said, please help me. I'm carrying this gold and some people are coming to kill me. Some robbers are coming to kill me. He said, please tell me where I can hide. So he said, you see that jungle there? There's very thick jungle, hide there. So after five minutes a gang of robbers came and said, we're a gang of robbers, we're looking for a man, he was carrying a bag of gold, he wanted to take his money. Do you know where he is? He said, yes, he's hiding over there. <laughs> so they went there and said, oh, how nice to see you. And they killed him and took his money. So then that Brahmin, all his life he was telling the truth. And at the time of death, he went to hell. Why? Because in that situation, he should have told a lie. He should have said, the man has gone another direction. Protecting that man, that man had come to him for protection. So giving protection is more important than maintaining your vow of telling the truth. So Krishna told this story to Arjuna. And still Arjuna said, yeah, that's true, but what about my vow? So Krishna told him, okay, I'll give you a system. 
To insult a superior is as good as killing him, especially if you use the familiar form of speech. I don't, in English they don't have, but in Indian language they have just like ap, tum. So superior should be dressed as ap, respectful. Uh, just like in Sanskrit that will be uh, bhavataha, tava. Instead of bhavata means respectfully speaking, this is yours. And tava means very familiar. In Gita you see Arjuna and Krishna, they use both with each other. That means that they have close relationship. So if you speak like this to a superior, that's as good as killing him. So Arjun, for a few minutes, he insulted Yudhishthira. You're just a coward, you're useless, and using this. Then uh, he finished saying that, then he, he fell at his feet and begged forgiveness. So these are different matters. How uh, understanding exactly what to do in a certain situation. Here we see Prahlad, he is falling at the feet of his father, offering him respect. But then, when his father was killed by Nrishinghadev, what did he do? He didn't protest. Oh, Nrishinghadev has come. Very nice. He's killing my father. And he had prepared one garland. When Nrishinghadev has finished, he will give him one garland. So, different consideration. Actually, if your father is killed, you shouldn't just stand there and watch. You should fight. Even if you're going to lose your life, you should fight. But because Prahlad is a devotee of Nrishinga Dev, so one kind of etiquette is there that we should respect and protect the Father. Another etiquette is there that we should comply with the will of the Lord. So the Lord's will, the Supreme Lord's will, was to kill Hiranyakeshipu. So therefore Prahlad, seeing that this is my eternal Father, my eternal protector, he supported killing his own father. So devotees, they follow culture uh, even in their ordinary social dealings. If a respectful person comes, who is respectful? Who is elderly? These are in worldly terms. Who is elderly? Who is learned? Especially if one is learned, he is to be very much respected. Uh, so in in uh, worldly terms, we also maintain such etiquette. We don't disrespect anybody, but special respect is given to those who are senior in age, in position, in learning. So that is social etiquette, and that also comes into our Vaishnav society. Among devotees, we respect those who are senior, those who are initiated, especially some time before sannyasis, they're respected. All devotees should be respected, but that etiquette, culture, behavior, how, sh how one should behave, just like I'll give a little example, not to, uh, not to chastise Darshan because he doesn't know, but I'm just giving a little example. Be uh, he doesn't know, now you can learn. There are many things to learn. Just like in the uh, Tulsi Arati, he was going to put water on Tulsi, and there are other people also and he came behind and went right in front. So maybe you'll find in India people do that just by getting onto the bus. They don't wait. That's not culture. They just... everyone out and jump in the bus. So when you come to India, you should learn what is the culture of the 
highly advanced people, not the rough people. Of course, even the rough, even the advanced people, if they're getting on the bus, they may also, because what to do? It's the way of life. But uh, that Prabhupada, he said one time, Prabhupada in Vishakapatnam, he met one American anthropologist. Anthropologist means they're extremely, the whole idea of anthropology is extremely puffed up, that you study other people. Anyway, the anthropologist, Prabhupada asked, what are you doing in India? He said, I'm studying the tribal people. Prabhupada said, why don't you study the advanced people? Why don't you study the cultured people? Then you can learn something. What are you going to do studying the jungle people? Actually, even the jungle people, in many ways, they have more culture than the people in the concrete jungles of the Western world. Many times you'll see, you go in their village, they'll treat you respectfully, they have a kirtan, bring garlands, they have a lot of culture. Practically nowadays you see the village people, are supposed, they're considered less cultured by the city people. They have much more culture than the city people. Even I've seen in Bangladesh, mostly in Bangladesh, they're very low by caste. They're very low. They're called Namma Shudra, which means lower than Shudra, Hare Krishna. They have a lot of... If you go in their home, you'll find all the pots are completely clean and they're kept nicely. Here in Gujarat, you see in the village also. Here they use steel. In Bangladesh, they use brass. Everything very nice, neat, clean. When you come in there, they'll call you, please come in our home, please purify our home. This is culture. So, now you're coming to India, you should learn this culture. This is something very valuable. Because what I see, our Western devotees, usually they have a lot of enthusiasm, determination, they're very serious, but they don't have culture. And basic things even, they don't know. Just like, That's why you'll find many times, they get married and then again they get divorced. Why? Because no culture. They don't, they don't have this basic thing. So, this, if you can learn in India, you're here to, actually you're here to teach also. Because Indian people, they've lost. What is the real meaning of Vedic culture is to worship Krishna. They still have some idea, but sentimentally and mixed up with so many funny things. So, it's an unusual thing that the people from the Western, that we meet people, Indian people, very respectable people. I was speaking with one uh, brain surgeon, He's a highly respectable person in Indore, Madhya Pradesh. So he said to me, very respectfully, he said that now we, we Hindus, we have to learn our own culture, our own religion from the Western people. So that's also true. But you also have something to learn. You should learn what is the proper culture, how to behave, how to live, how to see those who keep clean, how to keep clean, how to behave, how to... Res- you see, even now you'll find families that the, uh, the son is the, the maintaining the old father and mother. And the son himself is a very big position, very respected person. Maybe he's a surgeon, earning a lot of money, many people come. But when he, every morning he'll go to his father and mother and touch their feet. So that culture is there. Now it's dying. Now they'll say, oh, old man, get out of the house. They're learning this Western culture. We'll, you go. You do. You cook for yourself. We won't look after you. So this is demoniac. But that culture, what is there, if you can pick this up, this will, you need this. In the Western countries, it's very much needed. Our devotees are taking to Krishna consciousness, but they're trying to maintain the same old culture. It doesn't work. Because the Western culture, that, was, that has grown around demoniac sense gratification. 
the whole Western way of life is based on personal sense gratification and selfishness. Whereas traditional culture in the Western world also, previously, girls, they could not get, they could not speak to boys. They, would, they could not, in the Western countries also, no one could get married without their parents' permission. There was no divorce. There was some culture there. Everyone believed in God. This I'm not talking about 2,000 years ago. I'm talking about two generations, three generations ago. Even in the Western countries, so much culture was there. Women used to cover their head. In your country also? In, they still do in the, in the country areas? Something is there, maybe. I don't know. In the village, yeah. In, in uh, Ireland, you know, another's family is previously. Now it's gone. Completely gone. But in the village, even could go. You'd, doors, they'd go out of their house, the doors are open. No one, someone was telling, one devotee, Gopal was telling me, when he was a child, he lived in Orange County, which is now a huge metropolis. It's Los Angeles, it's grown up. That time it was Orange County. Why is it called Orange County? Because they grew oranges. So he told that even when he was a child, he's just over 40 years old, in America, which is now Los Angeles, where you, you, not only you lock your door, but you have dogs and alarm systems, and it's so dangerous even to live there. That same place, one generation ago, people used to go outside their house and leave the door open, wide open. So you see how the culture has spoiled. And here also, culture is going down, down, down. This modern life is completely spoiling all the culture. It's complete this uh, go in cars, go to discos, rock and roll. It's completely spoiling. That's why Prabhupada, he told Lokanath Maharaj, he said, you take this bullock cart and go village to village and teach the people two things. One thing, chant Hare Krishna. Another thing, don't go to the city. Stay in the village. Be content with simple life. See how much importance Prabhupada gave. That village life is so much better. And the city, city is just meant for making people into demons. That's all. So it's amazing that even now in the city we find there's interest in Krishna consciousness. Otherwise, the lifestyle generated by the city is based upon sense gratification and exploitation of nature's resources for sense gratification. What is this big, big factories you have in Baroda, fertilizer? That's simply taking the earth's resources and exploiting. Nature is already there. You can grow your food. You don't need... Actually, this fertilizer spoils the soil. And people don't know how to use it. They put too much and then nothing grows at all. Someone was telling me that... Uh, this was in uh, Mangalore area, that uh, that uh, the soil is already full of nitrogen. So he was growing, he was growing uh, betel nuts as a crop. So, who was working for him, he was, uh, because he was scheduled caste, they're getting free fertilizer. So he put fertilizer, more nitrogen, and then nothing, no crop. Because he no brain what to do. Pravritin Chan, Pravritin Chan, we don't know. So this whole, uh, the whole city life is based upon exploit nature, enjoy life. The whole culture is spoiled like this. So better live, sim live simply. See how people are... You can see, practically, you're going in the villages. 
In the city, people, what is their face? Chintana parimeyamcha, simply full of anxiety. And in the village, not that there's no anxiety, the whole material world is full of anxiety. But relatively speaking, more peaceful, more happy, more pious, they're naturally inclined to understand Krishna. So while there's some culture left in this country, try and learn it, because the way it's going, it's not going to last very long. Whatever culture is there, every urbanization, you enter this Baili village, if you come back in a few years, there won't be any Baili village. Baili will be part of Baroda, isn't it? It'll, it's, it's practically, it's already, it's just about one kilometer of fields. And all the people, they mostly work in Baroda, in the factories and this and that, anyway. The whole, uh, the whole government policy, how to bring the people into the cities, destroy, Prabhupada told that the Yamuna River, they're deliberately putting pollution. In Delhi, they're filling the Yamuna River full of pollution. And then they're going to declare dangerous, don't take bath in the Yamuna. Because they don't want people to be pious by bathing in the Yamuna. Prabhupada told they're deliberately spoiling the Yamuna. So demoniac. And this is the government policy. So, so unfortunate. You have to be governed by these rascals who want to spoil the whole, the people's natural inclination towards Krishna consciousness. Anyway, try and learn this culture, live it in your life and teach it to others. It will be a very valuable thing for you to learn this when you're coming to India. Hare Krishna, is there any question? They said that they are deliberately, uh, like you said, with the putting uh, pollution of the moon. Uh, deliberately, they are also putting uh, the man of Vrindavan to put a man there to, uh, keep the holy places dirty so people don't uh, feel attracted to it. Mm. So many things. Mm. <coughs> Talking about how one should respect those who are learning, mm. uh, I was reminded that. I'm going to see this Sanskrit teacher every day. He's asking me to learn verse every day. Varakrahari. Mm, Niti. King. It's like Chanakya shlokas. Similar. Behavior. So P-H. In American English it's P-L-O-W, right? P-H. P-L-O-U-G-H. Stupid language. Plow, and then another word, enough. And cough. Funny language. Jai Hare Krishna. Shri Lanka